boys. Miles has salad. Yeah, I was gonna be like, Peter loves Liverpool. And Chelsea are fourth again. <laughs> Boys. Or oh boy. Boy. Mate, we, without Miles this week. We are. We are. It's just the two of us again. I know. Well, welcome back, Hito. Welcome back to Draft Boys, the FPL Draft Podcast. Um, yeah, joined by Hito and Whitey this week. How you doing? I'm doing good, mate. Yeah? Actually, I'm doing excellent. You're doing excellent. I felt like, excellent. yeah, good is not good enough. Liverpool are up to eighth. Are they actually eight? <laughs> they eight? That's crazy. Right. We're like ten points off City. Did you jump eight places or something? Two places. It feels like you were really like relegation battle. Oh yeah. In my mind, that's where you were. It was you like, you know, we're in mo- no man's land, just middle of the table. Yeah, I couldn't it was, keep track. Oh, Didn't know like, where we were. You're in like what used to be like Everton's territory. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. just around there, just like yeah. those other scouser bastards. Yeah. Although Everton's territory now is like closer to the drop zone, so it's a bit uh, Yeah. Not good times for them. Not not good times. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we talk about how our teams went? Let's do it, mate. Um, I'm just actually been a bit delayed there and I don't have it up. That's all right. I can go through mine. Oh, I was worse probably this week. I think I was the lowest scoring in the league. Oh, shit. But not by a lot. Like, it was pretty close it was across the tight. whole board in our league. Yeah. Like, I do? was lowest on 39. Who was highest? Uh, we had Mitchie Boy on 54 this week. So, like, and he's in second. So, he gained, difference. he gained, what, five points on me this week. Yeah. 15. Oh, yeah, no, 15. He, no, he gained... Oh, yeah, yeah, shit, that's way more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was doing bad math. 15 points on you. Quick math. One plus one is one 20. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you my points. Uh, Larice six. Man, he's been good for me. Uh, Shah with eight. Yeah, Chili with a start. Thank fuck. Uh, he, he got a cleanie. Um, and then, yeah, basically... Oh, Mitro got a goal. <laughs> he's back. He's back. I had Robbo and Pope on my bench. Uh, they both had six points. But oh. Robbo's back. They didn't. Did they come off your bench? No, I thought they oh, might have. Oh, savage. Well, actually, Robbo was the last, but um, who came off my bench? I don't even know who came off my bench. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, Grealish and Puley ended up on there. Was yeah, you had a lot, lot of twos in there, didn't you, this week? I did. I love a two. Yeah. Love a no, two. I don't. I hate it too. It's better than a one. <laughs> it is better than a one. <laughs> All right, fair, talk to me. Fair. What did you get? I didn't do too much better than you. I had 42. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Climbing. I had, I had eight points on my bench for Van Dyke. Oh. Which is brutal. That is savage. I could have, like, I would have put my money or my house on it that Liverpool would concede against City. I know. With the big man up front. Yeah. I was terrified. I know. I was like, I'm being really strategic here yeah I'm making the call putting the big boys on the bench all 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 of the team kind of like respect and uh passion that you have you yeah. had to put that in the bin i did and look what it did i know it came back to bite me although i called putting trent on the bench which is fine because he didn't start so i was happy about that but so where's he at with his injury as a quick question he's back now so he okay. came off the bench and played for um not very long actually like a minute but that's He'll a good be, minute. He's back. Though, he looked so. good for that minute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But the rest Tell of my points, points. A huge haul from my boy Kepa in goal. Oh, how many points Ten did points. he get? Oh. Ten points. I Is that it. that's bonus plus saves? So he had two bones and seven saves. Seven. Wow. Yeah. Huge week for the keepers this week. And then just a few other highlights. Mostly the points were from the Arsenal boys. So Saka, Odegaard, Saliba. Saka, Odegaard, Saliba. My yeah. Trio. I know, my dude. They are solid for you. Yeah. yeah, Saka is on a run, hey? He is. He's kind of just low-key, just started ripping it since game six, game week six. And there's nothing like Odegaard assisting him to, oh. like, yeah. you know, top it off. I was off. a bit worried because I talk, talked about to you boys last week that I was worried about him because he had gone on a bit of a blank run. Odegaard? four game weeks. And, yeah. then, and then against Liverpool, he got an assist and now backed it up with another. So Yeah, he's trickling it. Yeah. That's fine. I That's know. what you need. Like yeah. that guy, he you just want little bits of returns here 100%. and there. That's going to really stoke the fires of your team. Yeah. Um, on another note, you know how we picked up, I picked up March the other week? Yeah. How'd that go for you? <laughs> I'm done with him. <laughs> I'm done. He's rubbish. You marched him out of your team? I marched him. Well, actually, <laughs> like I guess I got up early enough to watch a bit of it live. Yeah. I flicked on like maybe the second half. Mm. And the first thing I saw was him getting a really good opportunity and missing it. And then the commentator saying, 
oh, that's like the fifth good opportunity he's missed this game. And I'm like, you drop. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's all I need to know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, he's obviously getting forward if he had that many opportunities, but is he scoring them? As soon as I drop him, he's going to fucking come back. But (laughs) yeah, who knows? Uh, Okay. Let's get into it. Um, Why don't you, Hito's on Snapchat this week. I was last week. You're this week. I am. I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's hear it. I've got a, I'm actually quite happy with this one this week. Oh, good. So am I then. So he reached so quick for it. Oh, baby. We have Funkin' Nitro Cocktails. (laughs) Pina Colada flavor. Little four pack of 200 mils each. 5% alcohol. It says infused with nitrogen for a velvety texture and smooth head. Oh, I've had this brand before. Kelly was drinking some of these the other day, but not this, the pina colada. They're good. They've got a, quite a few variety. There's like strawberry daiquiri. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. like something martini. And it's perfect for a two-man pot. Yeah. Because there's four of them. Exactly. I never, I like have looked at them before. So it says. And to buy both of them, it's, very, it's quite expensive. <laughs> it, is, it is. So rotate open, pour hard, and then wait for a minute to watch the foam head form. So I think we go like that, yeah. flip it, open it, and then pour it really quickly so that the foam head appears. Oh, it's not very strong. It's only 0.8 standard drinks. Ooh, did you hear that? Wait, I'm going to follow you because I didn't... I ne- I'm a visual person. I need Let's to see. try this. So you pour hard. Pour hard, apparently. Oh, God. He's going hard. There's a lot of glugging. Oh, and then look. you just let it sit. Oh! Oh! Sorry. That oh. sounded like I got a little excited. <laughs> oh! It's very milky looking, like a classic pina colada. Yeah, it's very milky. Um, look, I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, it's 0.8. That is a bit disappointing. That is, it's light on the alcohol for a yeah. cocktail, but... I mean, look, it is only a 200 mil can. So, you, it's, you know, not a lot That's of true. Uh, out liquid in there. Oh, That's and true. what do we got for snack while we're so waiting for that to boy. do its thing? Some pizza shapes. <laughs> that is so clutch. <laughs> That's exactly what I feel like. Okay. Uh, a little snack. So, for those who don't live in Australia, shapes are like, well, they're kind of like the oven OG baked snack. They're like oven baked savory biscuits. Yes. And like every kid going to school has shapes. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. rule the market on that. Yeah. And they've got four core flavors, pizza, barbecue, chicken crimpy. Don't ask what the crimps are about. And what am I missing? Uh, the bacon and... Cheese and bacon. Cheese and bacon. Yeah, cheese and bacon bits. There's quite a lot of flavors to choose yeah. from. It's very and hard. now there are other flavors, but they all fail. Yeah. It's like cheddar <laughs> cheese is kind of an OG one. Yeah, it is, but it's not as good. But they've made a lot of random ones like Vegemite and... Pizza's so good. Yeah. It used to be my favorite, then barbecue took over. I mean, it tastes nothing like We pizza. had a debate at work to be the fair, other week, actually, about no. which is the favorite. And it was actually really hard to align yourself to one of them. Because you start thinking about the pros and you're like... Oh, shit. No, barbecue's really good. They're different in great ways. Yeah. Look, I better rate this thing now. Um, 8.6. Such a good snack. Yeah. You can give Very it a rating too, considering there's, <laughs> yeah. there's no miles here today. Yeah, I I really like it. As like a flavorsome, flavorsome biscuit, it's it's a solid like... I'd give it like an 8.5. Wow. Yeah. One point under me. I think it's... Point one under me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so we've had the head appear on our little cocktail. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah, it's it looks beautiful. great. It's a nice little. Uh, it's a nice texture. That I would say it's velvety. It that nitro velvety. ball. It's like what's in a Guinness can. They That's have those in Guinness cans. That's a great point. And I think they're going to be really delicious. Should we try them? Yeah, let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Sorry, we're taking a photo. Dead air. Holy shit. <laughs> That's so good. Miles, I'm so sorry. It's so sweet though. You could only it's drink really like sweet. You probably be good to put it over ice, hey. Cuz the ice would at mm. least dilute it a little. True. Good, but that is quite zingy. It's it like is. a le- lime splice, like a splice. Yeah. But not too much. It's still got that coconutty flavor oh, to damn. it. Oh damn. I love that. Yeah. I really like it too. I give it a 9.2. Yeah, I think it's I would rate it quite high. I would definitely drink a couple of these. It's worth the price. It shocked my taste buds in such a way that hasn't been done in a while, <laughs> especially on this pod. It's much better than these fucking uh, hard seltzers you've been bringing. Yeah, I know. And all the things Miles bringing to I know. satisfy my taste. I know. Jesus, oh, jeez. I'm knocking my mic We're getting everywhere. excited here. Okay, we should talk some football. Let's do it, mate. 
Okay, we're going to start with our uh, top five teams for the week, which is actually a top six um, this week. But uh, let's start with Fulham versus Bournemouth. I let's think that's, it, mate. it's worthwhile giving them a shout out. It was a uh, two-all draw. Yeah. And it looked like a good game. Uh, it was a look it, very lively. I'm really impressed with Bournemouth mostly. Yeah, Bournemouth. Uh, I've been looking good. straight in and talking about them. but That's fine. Like, yeah, they look really good. After getting absolutely humped by us, Liverpool... I know. A while back now. They've really turned it around. They've not kind of let it get them down and just become a shell of a team. Yeah, I agree. I, I think what happened was they lost that. After that loss, they got, you know, fired the manager. I think it's still an interim manager, play, like, managing them. And I don't know. that You know, I was talk, listening to some pundits um, today and they were just kind of saying, like, you know, I'm sure he came in saying, I don't have much experience here. Like, let's just go out and play football. Like, not too much on the strategy. Mm. Just trying to get some confidence back. And it seems to have worked. Like, what if they've had like four well, since the unbeaten lo- in six, eh? Si- yeah, since the loss, they've... What have they done? They've drawn th- four of them and won, won two of them. Yeah, so that's a really good return to switch that around. And there's a few different players popping up with some form. Like, we spoke about billing... Mm-hmm. Last week, he's on a mad run of form right now. Like, tell last, me about it. All last five game weeks, he's got three goals and one assist, all in individual games. So he's done a point haul in four of the five weeks. So he's got returns in the last four weeks. Yeah, except for like the middle week in between. Oh, okay. That he didn't, but the two weeks before were goals, and then the last two weeks have been a goal and an assist this game week. And that's great form. What's what's their fixtures like? So their fixtures are interesting. Um, let me bring up the the list for you. So the next one's really good for them in that it's Southampton. Then yeah, they that's have great. We- then they have West Ham, who I thought were starting to become a hard team to face again. But the fact that they drew one all with Southampton yeah, is quite a potentially good fixture. Exactly. Then they've got Spurs, which is a lot tougher. But then Leeds and Everton, which is great. So, yeah, I mean... And you're not going to expect them to win, but it seems like they're up for scoring goals. That's oh, they're the thing. definitely scoring goals, and that, that's what you want. I think, yeah. So Billing, uh, Solanke, you know, is another one. He got a goal assist this week and a nice goal too. There's no way he's not coming off but that the, without the way some it was confidence. worked as well. Like that was lovely work between. Yeah. I think it was Billing who got the assist mm-hmm. for that one. Oh, yeah, yeah it was because um, Solanke got the assist for the other. Yeah. So, that was a great work between the two of them. And yeah, it was Lerma actually who scored the other goal. Um, let's really well taken goal. Yeah, it was nice. It was kind of edge of the box, curled it in, bottom yeah. corner. Yeah, really calm. I on quite the like the look of him as an option for this game week, this period. Yeah, just just for this, you know, if you're really deep leagues and you're looking for some ideas, they're obviously scoring. They're lively. Southampton, you know, Leeds and Everton. I really like in this fixture run. I'll be honest, I don't know much about Lerma. Um, do you know where he plays in their formation? He plays in midfield. I'm not sure how deep he sits, but he's definitely in and around. I'm trying to look it up um, right now. Oh, here we go. I've got a lineup sheet here. Um, sorry. Yeah. So he sits more. Yeah. He definitely sits in a defensive midfielder position. Um, you know, they've, and it's, it's mainly the connection between Billing and Solanke that's doing most of the work because you've got, uh, Tavernier on the left wing and Christie on the right. I'm not really sure that they're getting much um, in the way of points just yet. It very much goes seems to be going through the middle then, hey. It does, yeah. And billing seems to be you know, move pretty fluid, I guess. Yes. But yeah, those two are the highlights for sure. Lerma to me is a little fringy. Like he had one haul in the first week where he got a goal and a clean sheet. But and this is his first thing since then. So, you know, not a lot going on. He's played ninety minutes every game. No. I think maybe it's like a very um, loose option for someone who's a little bit further down their league and maybe for that bigger league scenario where there's really slim pickings. Yeah. And you're looking for someone with like a little bit of form now to play into these next kind of six, five, six fixtures that which are pretty solid for them. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, um, yeah, I think let's talk about Fulham then. Um, now, Fulham obviously scored two goals. Uh, Mitro's back. Yeah, the pen. I think he started. He did, yeah. He started, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was pretty happy about that. Scored that pen nicely. Um, uh, he's yeah, yeah. clinical in front of the goal. He the is. 
He looks great this year. And their fixture run just continues to look really, really nice as well. Like Leeds and Everton, particularly in the next two. Uh, then it's City. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but the run after that is really nice too with United, Palace, Southampton, Leicester. So continuing to be really strong assets. But yeah, they pegged one back after going down with the goal from Diop. Yep. Um, he had a rare start for them and scored from a corner, which kind of looked off his shoulder or something. A bit yeah, shitty. yeah. And I think that was potentially um, Pereira assisted that. He did, yes. And I want to kind of highlight him because in, he's got returns in the last two weeks. He got a, scored a goal last week, got an assist um, this week. Uh, now, he I did have a bit of a three-game um you know, slow patch there, but he's had a bit going on. He's had a, a, another couple assists in other games and decent bonus too. So I, I don't, I really still rate him. I, I'm kind of like, I'm seeing him, he's available. Like when I look at Bournemouth and Fulham, I kind of brought up the teams and in our leagues, the only players that are mm. billing is from Bournemouth. They've, that's the only player picked up. Everyone else is free. And for Fulham, Mitrovic is the only player put, picked up. Um, now, I'm not saying there are a lot elsewhere to kind of pick up. It really is maybe Pereira and Decord over Reed for Fulham and then Solanke is free in our league. So, you know, definitely those guys are looking very good and maybe they might still be available. I mean, we're a seven-man league, but yeah, could be there. I think some of them would be. Your Mitro wouldn't be, but these guys are really deep um, promotion teams. So they're not going to probably be the most, you know, high priority for people to pick up on. So they could still be free. And their runs are good. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I, I'd be. I'm actually really liking the look of Pereira. Yeah, I agree with, with that. those two returns. That could create a little bit of momentum, and the good fixtures come in their way. And but I think maybe yeah, you do have to be a little bit cautious of Villa and Everton. I think they're like Everton's defense has still actually been pretty good. Mm. Um, they had one of the you know the best defenses in the league, basically considering the least amount of goals. Um, and Villa were doing not so bad on the defensive side of things until, you know, this week recently. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so, like, there will be some tough ones potentially in there, but you've got to take advantage of those options. I agree with you. I think there could be that shift in form, though, from Everton having conceded four goals in the last two games. Obviously, they're against slightly stronger teams in United and Tottenham, mm-hmm. but I think that's a pretty good, a pretty good shout as well. Okay, let's move on. Uh, let's talk it. about Tottenham. Yeah. Toddy, Toddy, Tottenham. Uh, should we talk about that diving bitch, Kane? <sighs> Look. Was that a dive or what? It looked like a it dive. It was a dive. It was soft. I don't see where he was touched. He's no. just like, I'm falling over. There's a keeper in front of me. I'm just going to fall over Pickford because he's there and I'm, he's I'm going to get the pen because I'm British and I'm Harry Kane. Because I'm British and I'm Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> you can a, take that. I love that quote. Dude, he's a fucking golden boy. They give him everything. Yeah, true. He wins so... He doesn't get pulled up for fouls. He bumps keepers and does all this stuff. Never gets pulled up for it. Really? Yeah. I've never thought so, about there's that. There's so much bias. It's ridiculous. Interesting. Well, look, he scored that pen and he remains... Loves a pen. He's had... Um, what, what did I read? Sorry. This is his second best start to a season. Um, the only better one was the 16, 17 mm. season. He scored like a serious amount of points. Um, he, 72 points. Second highest in the whole league. In the game. And Nine honestly, goals. in any other year, he'd probably be the highest scorer. Yeah. Like the fact that he's even close to Holland mm. after what Holland's been doing yeah. is pretty nuts. And he's normally a slow starter. Do you remember how he is. that story of how he wouldn't score till like... September or yeah, something? Yeah, September. Like they would always exactly. talk about it was. how he'd take a few. But so he's, he's off to a quick start this year. So fucking flying. I wonder what he got in that 16... How many points he got in that 16, 17 year? I'm just going to have a quick... Oh, damn it. It's the stupid draft site. They don't let you look at the history. It's so stupid that they're not the same, aren't they? Why? It's really, really dumb. I don't get that at all. I think it's just a glitch. Yeah. I don't know. I think they've just said it... Because they've built it off a different um, part of the site, which is really dumb. So... Oh, okay. I think All right. there's something to do with that. But All right. Sorry for the delay, but here it yeah. is. I've gone into the budget version. His history, the 16-17 season, he got 224 points. So that's his second highest uh, okay. scoring season. Actually, 2020-21 was his highest with 242. That's probably when he got golden boot. Mm-hmm. So 
they would have scored a shitload more goals. So, yeah, look, Kane, he scores goals. We all know that. He's he's on fire. Um, who else in this team are you liking? A bit of an outside package. Hoiberg. With a goal this week. Yep. Takes him up to three for the season. One assist as well. He's tied on points with Sonny Boy. Really? Yeah, both on 47. Okay. Um, 47 points. Yeah. I think this week he kind of falls into that that stop. You yeah. Know, our next segment. I think, he, I, think, I think he jumps past our pickups into our stop. Yeah, because we've kind of been like... Oh. And it's been very spread, the three goals. But exactly. It's, it's just coming every couple of weeks. It's a bit like Xhaka. Um, it's yeah. a bit like JWP of other seasons. He just seems to be... Um, yeah. He's done taken it. over. Funnily enough, between each of the three... The, between the first and second, and then the second and third, it's three games he went blank. So really? he seems to run in cycles of every four games. Okay, scores. okay. So they've got Man United, Newcastle and Bournemouth. So kind that of a medium run. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing. So that means he's going to score against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry, so, mate. So he score against Liverpool. He's going to score against Palace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Play him this week. Play him that way. I love that. Dangerous. Um, but yeah, great calls from him. So if you want a constant starter and someone in a form team seems yeah. to be getting forward, I, I don't mind that. Yeah. It's a shame that he's not on pens or something. Then he'd be a real... Oh, he'd be a huge asset. He'd be a huge asset. Yeah. He'd be kind of like um, a combination between mm. JWP and Jorginho. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely seem, he does find himself in those positions where it's just like he's been the man that runs into the box outside of the attackers from the midfield. So it seems like... Others are sitting back because they obviously play the five at the back. It allows him to run forward um, through the middle. Make those late runs yeah. and kind of, you know, get in late into the box. Um, okay. So I think that really covers Tottenham um, for me, unless you've got anything else. No, I think that's right. We obviously saw like some defensive points this week outside of that, which is really solid. You know, Perisic came on and played, got some bones. We spoke about, do we drop him? What do we do with him last week? Yeah, but we we kind of emphatically said, don't drop him, hold him. He's going to be that rotation player, and it paid off again this week having him in your team. So yeah, and we know it's solid. Um, the only question for me out of this is that Emerson Royale's suspension ends soon, um, so he'll be miss one more game, and then he's back. I'm curious to see what happens with Doherty because Doherty's had two back to back starts. Yeah, both clean sheets. Yeah, and will he just got keep, an assist this week? Yeah, will he just keep the position? So that's one to watch moving forward. I think if he can keep that position up when yeah. Royal comes back, I'd be wanting to jump on him. I mean, I drafted him. He's a good player. That's the thing. He just got played out of the team. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, Conte does did shit talk him not too long ago. Saying oh, yeah, he wasn't looking too good. But he's come through and contributed. He's proved him shoot, wrong. So you can't... Oh, and one last thing with Charleston. He's out for nearly a month. Yeah, that's a bit brutal, hey? So, you know, you might see him just before the World Cup, but unlikely really. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, There's a few injuries coming up now, aren't there? I know it's well, it's this busy fixture list, surely. Yeah, that's what you like, fucking get, and there's a bit. You? This is what you fucking get. <laughs> All right. Oh, I wish Miles was here this week. We're talking about Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Mount with a double. Talk to me, mate. Mount with a double. Look, he's looking good again. He's kind of become himself. My question would be: Is it a lucky double though? Yes, I'd agree. But like. Okay, let's look at his stats. Hang on. I'm getting him up. I'm getting him up. He, um, like he's done pretty well since uh, Potter has been at the team. Um, what he's was been I subject say? to a little bit of rotation because what's been happening there at Chelsea? Oh, he's played the most minutes, I think, out of anyone since, or maybe not out of anyone. I any, think he any got of benched in one of the first games, maybe, but that, that was it, though. Yeah, I think. So he's, Back-to-back weeks, though, of two goals this week. He had two goals, two assists last week. So two huge hauls from him. 27 points in two weeks, which is massive. Yeah, that is huge. And he hadn't really... He'd done one assist before that. So he had a really slow start to this season. Exactly. And and that was all mainly under, you know, under... Um, Tommy Tukes. Tommy Tukes. Because I'm not actually not sure what the first game... I think it maybe was West Ham was Potter's first game. Yeah, I can't really remember how many he's done now. It might like, not have actually even been that. 
Oh, that was game week six. Oh, yeah, because there was the massive break. So basically, yeah, Potter's first game um, was Crystal Palace. Okay. So so he's played all three of them. Yeah, he's played every game. It's maybe it's Champions League I'm thinking of that he got benched for. Yeah. And even then he's playing. Like, yeah. Coming off the bench. Coming off the bench. Uh, look, yeah, he looks in form. He's already looking good. He's getting forward. Um, he's on free kicks. I mean, Reese James isn't. Um, playing right now, so that's one of his main contenders for. I'm so free mad kicks. I didn't get him when Stace in our league dropped him. Who on Mount? Yeah, I know. So I, I, I was second pick to, and I wanted him, and someone else, the person before him, was like switched on and picked him. I was <sighs> like, fuck! Why couldn't you not pay attention this week? That actually brings up a good conversation that Miles and I were having. Um, yeah, during the week this week, we're kind of talking about like it's quite easy to miss when there is a big player who's. Out of form. For example, Mount, right? He was out of form and someone dropped him. And if you're not watching the waiver wire every week, if you're not just, um, if you're not checking, if you're not, sorry, I wasn't close enough to my mic. If you're not checking the waiver wire every week, like you're going to miss stuff like that because, you know, like when you're doing your standard kind of checks uh, through the point, like mm-hmm. if you were just looking at who scored the most points. Like if you've got your set to that, you're not you're gonna miss players like Mount if they're doing that poorly, and they're definitely worth a punt, you know. Yeah. And it's whoever picked him up in our league, they're profiting from that now. Well, it's actually like we wouldn't really have advised to drop Mount. I think from his early form, I think he would have been a hold for us just because of how well he's done. And I agree, but if you're not paying attention, no, everyone else in the league is gonna think he's being held because why would you drop him? Yeah. And th- but that also speaks to you need to actually look and see who gets picked up in the waiver wire that week or dropped. That's what I'm saying. You, yeah. you have to watch the waiver wire to see who's dropped. Yeah. Because someone might quickly drop someone because they want, you know, they're not one they're in, not been playing off. this week. For example, and like I'm shouting it out to everyone who in our league who might listen to this podcast, but I dropped Tierney this week and he's not doing that great, but mm. I've kind of been holding him on to him as a specky. I dropped him basically to kind of move Gomez into the team, get a starting player because I had a lot of City and Arsenal players, so yeah. I needed more people playing. But if he does anything in this week, the next week, and I haven't got him, someone's going to jump on him. Yeah. But how would they even know he was available? To be honest, I've done the same with Mares. Yeah, I, I he didn't play it all. The, he didn't play it all. I was like, fuck it. I need another player that's similar to you to play this week. For me, he's a bit of a dead specky at the moment. And yeah, if I drop him, someone else might not jump on him straight away, but I'm going to keep an eye on him because yeah, I remember having him, but someone else might not know that I've dropped him. It, and it's very important in those midweek deadlines too. Oh, there's only two people who picked up this week. Me and you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I did okay. And there's options out there. We spoke about what's available in our league right now. It's people who need someone like Solanke. I know 100%. They're just not paying attention. Yeah. Um, okay. Now we've talked about that enough. Uh, yeah, otherwise, yeah, Kepa. Fuck. How good was he? Yeah. Insane. That, there was a triple save. I know one of the you know shots on was offside or something, but it was still a save. Um, and then he went on to save that header from Ings. Yeah. I was like, whoa, he is looking good right now. Like, and he's bulked up a little. Yeah. He's put on some muscle. That's a good shout, actually. I didn't really pick that. Yeah. Like Miles said it and I was like, oh, I had no idea. And then when I was kind of watching it's it in, again. It's not in the belly. Yeah, not, not in the belly. He's been benched for so long. Well, I think there, he had a, a bit of a lack of confidence um, kind of punching the ball away. Oh, he and, was a mess, you I know, remember. He yeah, was, he was not very good. And I guess it was a lack of confidence because he's not the biggest goalie. Um, and, you know, whatever. He wasn't big enough, basically. So he put on a bit of weight, put on a bit of muscle, sorry, <laughs> and a belly. Um, and now he's looking quite, he looked quite confident out there doing that kind of stuff. Like he he had to do a couple of punches and I was worried. Like I was having flashbacks. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, he, he comes But he looked much more confident. Yeah, but two bones, seven saves. Yeah, and they were good saves. That was a that was a really good game from him. And I think like right now, Mendy's not back in the team if Kepa keeps playing like this. No, I don't know how you how you can drop. You him. can't drop him, even no. though Mendy and Mendy wasn't looking great before his injury. Yeah. So Kepa's a pickup for me. If he, but I is he playing well with his uh, feet out out for that's goal? Ex- yeah, that's exactly yes. why yeah. everyone's saying that he might stay in the team just because mm-hmm. that's not Mendy's strongest uh, point. Kepa is oh, better like that. A lot of times we've seen him get caught on the ball oh, trying I'm, to distribute. No out man, back. I know. I love my Mendy, but yeah. <laughs> um, another shout out. Sterling had a few chances in this game. Still seems to be lacking finishing. His form has not been great. No, you know, off the horrible. crossbar. Um, in this game. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, Chelsea in great form. 
Um, you we know, got, we tough... got to talk about Mount Skulls. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we didn't talk about that. Well, that header from Mings. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was shocking. Anyone who follows on Twitter would have seen the gif I reposted from Oh, what did you post? I didn't even see it. Uh, I saw it from one of someone else I follow and had to retweet it. It was fucking hilarious. It was like a clip of Andy Murray's speech when he had to, um, when he retired, I think. And it says, um, the caption was when Gerard asked Mings to descent, defend better next week or something like that. Yeah. And it's the clip of Andy Murray going, this is going to be hard, but I'm going to try. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's so good. It was just the perfect summary because that header was... How often do you see that happen? It's rare. It was completely miscued. Like it curled in a little bit behind him and I think he just like had already committed to jumping. Yeah. What what pisses me off is I know it's very split second, but the fact that he just like... He obviously loses the ball a bit in the air, but then makes no movement to try and like start to try and rectify and then... Yeah, it was too late. He He just looks and goes... But there's no way. I thought about that. There's no way he's getting that ball. I know. He looks just, and sees Mount there. It's done. I know, but I just think like you can't. I hate that when players just stand and watch because they're probably he's probably. And I, I agree, but he's in fucking shock that he's just done that. He's like, oh my god. I remember yeah. looking at his face. He's like, fuck. But they just think that you know professional footballers they just would have that go, and it happens way too often. It happens a lot. I agree. Um, speaking from experience. Speaking from experience, yeah. athlete, <laughs> mate. I am professional. And then the second one, the goal from the free kick. When I first saw it from the proper stadium angle, I was like, holy shit, that's an amazing goal. Yeah, I know. That's how I felt. But then when they put it behind the goal and I saw where it went in the middle and Martinez's horrendous, like, judgment of where it was. Yeah, so, like, I was listening to a bit of punditry on this as well. So, they were kind of saying that he didn't look confident in his wall. So... Like uh, when you're kind of setting your wall, obviously you, you know, you're hoping that they're going to be able to keep the player basically from scoring on that side unless they do something amazing, Mm -hmm. right? Because going over the walls are hard. Yeah. Hardest option. Well, maybe not the hardest option, but anyway, it's difficult. Definitely, yeah. And then you kind of meant to hold your ground on left side of goal. Well, in this situation, it was the left side of goal. Anyway, I guess he kind of felt some sort of insecurity about his wall, maybe how he positioned it. He wasn't happy. And like, it just looked like he thought that, you know, Mount was going to go over there because of that. So he immediately took the steps there. He was in his own head. Yeah. And it was too late. And then he got caught out and he couldn't swat it away. If, if, and man, look, Mount struck it very well. Like it was coming in hot. It was dipping. If he was still standing where he was, yes, he would have scored it. It's a good strike from Mount regardless. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Emmy really cooked it on that one. He did. Uh, what else are we going to say here? Uh, oh, just other than that, um, Chelsea are in great form. It's going to be very tough picking their starting lineup. Um, James is out for obviously eight weeks, so until the World mm. Cup, six games. The thing I also wanted to throw out there too was I was surprised to see the lineup and the back four. Yeah. Chile, Chile then Kukurea at left center back. Yep. I think Silva and then Chalabar is right back. I thought he was right centre back and then it was um, Sterling kind of playing like oh, almost okay. like a right wing back. Oh, okay, sorry. I was only just looking at the yeah, so lineup formation, not how they played it. But Yeah, so they kind of – it wasn't necessarily exactly that, but it was like Sterling, you know, fitting back. Okay. And he was back defending a fair bit. So I think it was more like a, like a five at the back. Okay, because I saw Loftus-Cheek on the app. It said he was in the pivot, the double pivot. He and was, like, and then oh, they moved him um, to right wing back. Yeah, because Sterling was struggling. I think he might be a good shout for a right, right wing back cover. Uh, yeah, look, he's Lost. he's not going to get up and down the pitch super quick. He's not rapid by any means. Um, yeah, but uh, look, he could be a good shout. He could get some assists. He could get a bit further forward than he has been uh, in the center of the pitch. Yeah. But I think the thing he's is... He's a midfielder too, isn't he? So he doesn't get your clean sheet. He's a, yeah, he doesn't get your cleanies. So it's not as good shout there. But um, yeah, look, I think he's looked really good uh, throughout this season, really. I think you've got some options to as a team to survive these injuries, uh, thankfully, which is a good, a good sign for you generally. I know, and the World Cup's... A, bit of a blessing absolute blessing and that's what i like too in terms of just generally when you think about oh we've only got to get through like six more weeks and then teams lose all their form or whatever they had like i'm thinking that from a liverpool point of view too i know how does it you know impact city and arsenal's run so 
I'm kind of happy we just got to get through six more weeks. Yep. Not let them get too far away and then it's fucking game on. And hope all our World Cup players don't get fucked. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, the last thing I wanted to say is it is tough picking Chelsea's lineup. But there are certain things like, for example, Pulisic played a little bit in the last two games. Obviously, rest of this game. They've got a very b- busy fixture um, schedule. But for me, like I picked up Pulisic and played him in the hope that maybe his run of form um, – would continue, but not surprising that, that he was rested just because of how many games being played. But he's very likely to play um, for this game coming up. So the waiver is still open. Yeah, sorry. We're just cracking our second uh, pina coladas. Pour them quick. We got in that head. Yeah, listen to this. Well, this is for the listeners. Oh, baby. Ooh, that's crisp. I love that. Um, you heard it here first. <laughs> Well, how about this is the time for me to ask you. I've made an interesting move, I think, this week on the waiver. What'd you do? I picked up Gallagher. Yeah, I did see that. What do you think? I like it. I think he's going to play the next game. That's what I was thinking. In fact, it was Brentford. I know Brentford just got a surprising win this week. And I think we're going to talk about them briefly at the end. But I just thought they've been whipping boys a little, you know, for the most recent part. So I was like, fuck, if he starts next game with the rotation pot has been doing, that's not a bad fixture to have him for. No, I agree. I, I, I think it's kind of that similar thing to um, to Pulisic, basically. Like, you've got to try and figure out when they're going to play. And, yes, they're probably going to sit on your bench, but they are potentially good options for some goals. And Especially, especially like in, your rotation position, too. You've got that flexibility to not get too committed to them. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, we should move on because we talked about Chelsea a lot and Miles wasn't even here. So, uh, good job, Hito. Now, oh, now Liverpool, we don't need to spend long here. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. Hito, your boys, they got up. Because we got salad. Miles must be happy. Like as the third party here, like the person who's not involved, it sucks. Salah, oh my God, what a, you know, he's a fantasy god. If he goes on fire here, Miles is straight back in the league. Mate, off the back of the fastest hat trick in Champions League history, Against Rangers. I didn't know that. Yeah. Six minutes. Were they good goals? Uh, they were easy. Just because like, they were good goals, but it's it's hard when it's against a team you beat like 7-1. So, yeah, okay. But they were good. Like, they weren't just like shitty, scrappy yeah. goals, but just great finishes. Yeah. So, in this game, obviously, he had an early opportunity that was saved. Um, he's, oh, what a save though from Edison. That was nice. Finger tips. Um, and then in the end, man, that turn on uh, oh. Cancelo was brutal. He fucked him, didn't Complete he? misjudgment on the flight of the ball yeah. from Cancelo. Yeah. And then Salo just nails that first touch. 100%. Did you see that clip of um, the very wide stadium angle where you can see Pep on the sideline at the bottom of the clip? Oh, no. As soon as the turn happens and Salah's sprinting, he like puts his hands up in frustration and like falls onto his knees. And then like two seconds later, goal. Oh really? Like you could just see the emotion from him. Like he was like, uh, he's like screaming players to get back. As yeah. The ball, as Allison lofted the ball, as soon as the turn and the mistake happened from Cancelo, he was on his knees like, "Fuck, it's a goal." Allison's pretty good at that, that right? He just felt that way though. Salah's like, yeah. he's missed one. He's fucking scoring. This yeah, one. yeah, I know. And it was a nice finish. But Ali, yeah, loves an assist. Yeah, he does. Hey, he yeah. he sees those runs, and like Salah knows it too. Like it's a good connection there. Yeah. You know, you're not always gonna get the um. You know, you're not going to get those kind of returns from Allison all the time, but they're definitely a possibility if he does that. 100%. And he, the fact that he has that in his, you know, game, it just adds that extra little spicy value. 14 points this week from Allison, taking all three bones, just. If awesome. he's not coming up and scoring, oh, yeah. you know, he's assisting oh, from the back. That goal a couple of seasons ago was fucking beautiful. How good was uh, Jurgen? Oh. He was so, so fired up. Guard. It looked like his false teeth yeah. were about to fall out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> before we quickly, before we move completely off Allison, I've just got to say he's on equal assist to Grealish this season. To who? Grealish. Shut up. <laughs> How many is this? It's one. One each. <laughs> How many goals do you have? <laughs> None. Neither does Grealish. Does he not? Oh, no. Grealish has one. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, no. Grealish has one goal, actually. Sorry. I'm misreading the stats. Poor. Anyway. Okay, so I have a question for you. Yeah. The defense looked pretty good in that game. They did. They looked a lot better, which is really surprising. Yeah, I I don't know how they turned it around. Is there something that they changed in terms of formation or anything like that? We've kept with the 4-2-3-1. 
Yeah, right. So we've kind of switched away from our four three three. Yeah, okay. So we kept that, but just it was very surprising because Gomez has looked horrendous this season since when he's played. Excuse me, and he had an absolute game. He had played amazing. I was amazing. like blown away by him so much so I picked him up. Hundred percent. And then Milner, old man, Mil Jimmy Mills, on the right back, pocketing fucking. Like Foden and yeah, I know Bernardo Silva. He's capable of that. Yeah, he's just got that in him. But he's had a few shit games too. So I don't think I think honestly the midweek Champions League results really kind of got them firing. And then this fixture came at the perfect time just to be like this. It's basically it was a free hit. So do you just jump on Liverpool defenders just in case, like they're gonna go, like I come think, good? Yeah, we we warned against it last week because it just didn't look like a good. You know, it wasn't going to be fixed anytime soon, but. But yeah, I think like it's that Robbo's good. back too. Yeah, Robbo's I know that's back. not huge defensively, but like at least it's a bit of that old li- lineup looking. You know, no, I agree with you. It definitely makes it. Uh, the only worry for me is that um, Matip could potentially play the next game just because of the rotation. Although, actually, no, sorry, he's injured, so he probably won't play. Actually, yeah, he's so injured. So will be Gomez again. So I think Gomez is your only shout because he'd probably be the only one free. Everyone would have would have VVD and Robbo. And, and that's why I went for him because he was free in our league yeah. and jumped on that because I think they've got a decent fixture coming up. And I mean, most fixtures are decent for Liverpool, but still. Oh, yeah. West Ham, Forest and then Leeds is a really nice run. So there's a little run there. And if, if you know, Matip's 25%, who knows how long that's going to be. It could be one game week or it could be three. I don't really know when his return date is. But if I can get three little cleanies or anything from him there, I'd be pretty happy. I like that. Um, okay, we should move on because we have been a bit Let's slow today. Uh, our last one, which we're going to talk about quickly, is Brentford. Uh, Tony is on fire. He's bucking the trend of Brentford's form, isn't he? Oh, my God. He's a one-man killing machine over there. I mean, is it... Is he is the third highest scoring player I think in the league right now? I wouldn't or be surprised if he on sixty five. So. He's on yeah, he's third. Wow. That's so crazy. he's a one point ahead of Foden. He has been on absolute fire, and you can see it in the game. Like he looks so confident. I mean, it's been a while since he's hauled though. I would say like game week six, he got seventeen points, and he had a pretty good start to the That's season. When he had the Hattie, eh? Yeah. So look, there was you know. It's a bit sporadic, but it's not it's not endless weeks but without goals. It's yeah, but it also yeah, it also isn't like it's pretty consistent. I mean, yeah. he's got returns pretty much in one, two, three, four, five, six. So six out of eleven games. So near, more than more than half. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you could see the confidence coming out of him. Like that flicked on goal was amazing. Oh, that was so good. that is not easy to do. Um, and then you know he's on pens. You know. He's getting goals. He's yeah. Getting goals. I think, yeah, the only tr- tip tricky thing is there's not really anyone else. Like the only, no. the only other call out is that they have in the last three games had two clean sheets. So clean sheet against Bournemouth. They then conceded five against Newcastle and then they clean sheet against Brighton. So it's very confusing and hard to read how their form is looking. But Raya was on form. Yeah, he looked Made great. seven saves. Again, it's the week of the keepers. I know. It was a crazy week for keepers. But I'm a bit worried about you wouldn't pick their defense against Chelsea. No, but you might be one to wait on because then it comes Aston Villa, Wolves and Forest. I like that trio. That's a good run there. And I think maybe that's a good shout just to pick up maybe a wing back or something. I think if they don't get pumped by Chelsea, it's a good co- like It's sign. a good sign. Yeah. I'd agree with that for sure. But okay, no one else really doing anything, is there? No, twice. no, there really no isn't. Really I, th- I think, you know, Tony's the man. Yeah. Tony's the man for sure. Um, okay, let's talk stop, drop and hold. Let's Tell us it. what stop, drop, and hold is, Hito. That's your favorite thing to do. Stop, drop, and hold. So what happens when you come up it's with your our, own segment? It's our fire routine. Yeah. We're talking about stop. So this is stop sleeping on certain players. Like they've gone past the point of a initial like punt and a pickup. It's now like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop waiting. Yeah. Love it. Drop. Pretty straightforward. Get them the fuck out of your team. Hold. Hold. It's a bit more of a question mark. It's like, are they a drop yet? I'm a bit concerned about them. Yeah. Where do I sit with these players? So we have a little bit of a debate about, you know, a few few names that we're not sure about. All right, let's dive in. Let's dive in. First stop, Kepa. Come on. I called him out last week. I just want to put it in there again because he's had the back-to-back clean sheets. And he looks so good. I, I agree. I think when you put it in stop last week, I was still a little like, oh, I don't know. Let's see where Chelsea are at defensively. We've lost, you know, had injuries in our back line. 
and still there's that I was maybe Mendy looming. But now I'm like, yeah, 100%. He's looking really good. Um, I wouldn't be surprised that if he was the keeper going forward unless he makes a mistake, which could happen. And then you know, mm. okay, Mendy's sitting there. You've got to know that that is the risk. But for right now, I think he's worth the risk. Okay, next one. Next one, a bit of a cheeky play here, Salah. Yeah, look, uh, I think he is in someone's team. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, he's look, he he is looking a little bit spicy. Yeah, I think what, what we wanted to say is, is because we don't really have like a, you know, it's kind of our inform section of the pod as well. So we just have to just call out that amazing combination of Champions League form as well as, you know, the goal this week. It looks like we're starting to get see that old Salah again. He had that kind of he was all over the place this game in a good way. He just looked a lot more like himself. So I think we're on a good run for our our you know Salah owners. Yeah, and I think that's four goals in two games. Yes, yeah. you know you got to respect that. And did he get he got a return? What was the last time before he returned that? before that? Last that was two weeks before he got an assist. Okay, but so he hadn't scored since game week three. So, look, four goals, we'll see. Because, you know, Sonny got his three and then still hasn't quite hit true um, the heights. But let's see on that. But, yeah, we shouldn't spend too long there. Uh, we've already talked about this guy, this next guy, Hoiberg. Yeah, he's kind of jumped our, past our pickup spot into a stop because he's now hit the three goals over, like, the course of the season. Yeah, and in about four games' time... He'll score again. You better play against him Liverpool. against Liverpool. We Don't put, doubt him. We should put money on him scoring against Liverpool. Yeah, I like it. Uh, and our last one here, Chalabar. Yeah, again, another one kind of jumping past our pickup. You know, we spoke about how he was a pickup very a long time ago. Miles called it super early. Yeah. But I think just with the urgency of the injuries coming across Chelsea, he's kind of just going straight in there of, guys, you need to jump on this two back-to-back clean sheets. He's playing with these injuries happening, so yeah, potentially have a starter for the next little while. I I think so because we are thin at the back. You know, Kukurea is playing in there. He didn't look Except amazing, for Kepa, he's not thin anymore. Yeah, he's no, thick. He's thick. He's a big boy. It's a big boy. Um, yeah, but I think Chalab is going to play on that right side. You yeah. might see a little bit of rotation with him just because of the fi- heavy fixtures, but um, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, really good. Okay, who's out on our drop list this week? Our first one on the drop is Antonio. I do you rate? I, I think I put this name in there. Do you think he's a drop? I think he is. He came off the bench and scored last week, but it was an absolute shit show calamity defensive error by Fulham that allowed him to score. And I just think there's so many other strikers out there now. We've kind of shit talked Antonio a little bit this season already, and Skamaka's starting every game, and he looks good. Skamaka looks good. Unless Skamaka goes on a run of not scoring for like five plus weeks. I just think there's so many other strikers out there right now that it could d- still be free. It's weird. Hey, this season does seem like a season for strikers. We've said it before, but wow. Yeah. Like people, someone would be holding Firmino who normally wouldn't hold him because he's not a good fantasy asset. Yeah. You know, we spoke about Edward having a bit of form recently. Solanke yeah. in Solanke, there. Solanke, like Ronnie's starting a few games for United with Martial out. Yeah. There's just like so many names out there I'd be taking punts on. Yeah, over him. I'd agree yeah. with that. Uh, next one, Rodrigo. You put this one in. I did. I just think since he's come back from that one, he had only missed one game because of injury, really. Yeah. But he's come back and he's not got any point hauls against some in some okay looking fixtures. I just think the form's gone. Leeds just haven't looked particularly great. I mean, not maybe not their fantasy assets. No. Um, they looked pretty lacking in front of goal. Actually, Bamford missing his penalty, and you know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Bamford should be in this list too. I know. The only call here is that they do have Leicester than Fulham, which are not bad fixtures before they go into a tricky run of Liverpool, Bournemouth, Spurs, City. Like that's a pretty... So maybe you think wait and see? Yeah, it could potentially still be a hole, but I know the form... If you've got someone out there who we spoke about that has a bit of form, and I'd rather be picking them up for the next bit, but... I know deep leagues, you might want to see these next two games, but I just think he's edging on that drop. Okay, another one here, Richarlison. Yeah, I put him in here as we kind of mentioned that he was injured in the earlier chat and I kind of remembered like, oh shit, injured. He's not been playing a lot anyway. He's only been playing really because Cooley's been out. Yeah. And he's out for a month. Yeah, Cooley's nearly back as well. I mean, he's got 19 points over the season. In the games he has started, he's got, well, the two games he started, he got to assist in both. 
Um, actually, he missed. He didn't get anything in the Leicester game. But yeah, anyway, he's just not looking that great. And I think, as you said, there's like some forwards out there worth picking up. And if he's going to be out, I don't think anyone's going to pick him up as a specky because that's the thing. There are a lot of forwards. And he's back the last week before the World Cup. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Would he even play? Like, you know, they don't necessarily get played straight into that team. Would he play? And also then he's gone and well, and you've got to wait on World Cup form. If there's someone worth picking up, I'd be dropping him. Yeah, you'd want someone else for the next few weeks. 100%. Okay, let's go into our holds. Um, okay, speaking of injuries, James. Ahmed. Fuck, it's brutal, man. Yeah. For James owners, you would have been frothing at these next six weeks. I know. Including the one just gone. And he'd be fucking pissed too. Probably <sighs> missing out the World Cup, I think. Oh, yeah, he will be missing the World Cup. He'd be gutted. It's brutal. And it's it's actually, it's a shame because I think... funny after all I'd love tra- to see him chat there. about uh, Trent being dropped and left out of the squad. Basically, injury to Walker and... James has forced him to come back in, so all that yeah. chat was redundant. Now, yeah, it's kind of funny. Did Walker get injured as well? He's been out for a little bit now. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't even know that. I'm do a fantasy podcast. Didn't know that. It's <laughs> right. He's not really an asset, so it's you're forgiven. But for me, I think James is more of a hold. I think he's oh. the kind of player that, like, you know, you get five defenders, someone will happily pick him up if they see him drop. Oh, I would pick him Just up too. As, I know. Like, if I drop a good player for him, yeah, for sure. Um, because he is—he's great. He's and capable of so he much. The best thing about an injury like this is he has the whole World Cup to recover to, and get fitness back. So he gets free like three weeks. Yep. Of recovery. Yeah. Without games going by, so 100%. that's amazing. Yeah. So I—I I, I really think that he's a hold. Um. Now Grealish, you gave him some shit today. Yeah. I have him. You do. I'm holding him, yeah. but I'm in a unique position. I'm he's, first, he's, he, and he's not your. Worst mid either. No, not necessarily. Like I have, yeah, <laughs> I don't have the best mids this year. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I've got a pretty strong team otherwise. I'm coming first in our league. And for me, if I was to drop Grealish, if he went on a tear, which is possible because, you know, Mares hasn't looked great and he he's starting in a city lineup. Like that's potential for some really good hauls, yeah. even if he is out of form. I just think that for me at the moment in my team, he's worth hanging on to because if I drop him, there's no chance I'll get him back. If he scores one goal, someone will pick him up. You'd have to plummet down the exactly. table. So for me, there's no other mid I'm going to sneak into my team right now that's maybe potentially capable of hauling more than him. And there are other mids that I dropped before him. So for me, I'm keeping him. I want to see what happens. If if he suddenly goes on a tear, I'm going to be very happy because that's exactly what I will need in my yeah. team potentially. How would so. you be feeling if he was your weakest mid? Would you be more tempted to drop him despite being in first? Yeah, maybe. Maybe if there was somewhere I could move. Somewhere good though. I'd want to move somewhere good. Mm. Like, And especially being in first is so rare. Yeah. The, there is like a player like that that's going to come to me. And I haven't actually put him on the waiver to be dropped at all. Um, even for good ones because I've just always had not that good of mids. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, time will tell on that one. Uh, and the last one, Fernandez. Yeah, I think we just got to talk about it. Well, you got to hold him or maybe think about a transfer. Yeah, I don't think he's a simple... He can't be a drop, but I don't know who's going to be super interested in his prospects as a fantasy player unless you can, you've got a Man United fan in your league. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, you're definitely not going to be trading high for him right now. I think it's just one of those players. It's going to be a dead weight in your team. Mate, one goal, one assist. Better than Grealish. Pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, one more assist. Um, but I imagine that That's Fernandez brutal, probably though, went a man. bit higher than Greal's. Yeah, he would have gone. I think he went first round in our league. That was like wow, a, but that was from someone who didn't pay much attention and was using the draft rank. So <laughs> yeah, but still, it's not looking good for Fernandez. No, I agree. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it to me because it kind of it just it's one of those things. Like, yes, he's not in form, but how can you drop him? Like, you yeah, can't. There's too much upside. Um, okay, so there's no fan questions this week, unfortunately. Uh, it's gone a bit quiet there because we don't have Miles. He does get some of those in for us. So sorry if we've missed any. We'll try and catch up on them next week. Um, now, our, let's do our top pickups. So it's only you and me this week. You yeah. can start. Okay. My first one is Solanke. 
seems a bit obvious, but I think that second week in a row of form now showing we, we kind of wax lyrical about Bournemouth and their goal scoring despite bad results. Wax lyrical. Yeah. Love it. Well, actually, the results have been okay. Like they've been drawing, drawing and winning, haven't they? Uh, Bournemouth? Yeah. I think they've won two, drawn four. Yeah, yeah. so not too bad. But the thing is, they're scoring goals. They're scoring so, goals. And I like him as a striker pickup. If you've got a shit striker, fucking jump on him. I'm I'm picking up him up over Watkins. I'm picking him up over... I'm dropping Vardy for him. Ooh, Vardy like, for him. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Because I think Dakar right now is... Yeah. He's starting over Vardy, it seems. He is. So I'm jump. I'm p- jumping on him. I also like Andreas. We kind of spoke Pereira. We spoke about him earlier. Yeah. I think he's a bit of an outside specky midfielder pickup. Yeah, well, two returns in the last two weeks. Um, fairly consistent over the season too. Yeah, he's popped up with a little little bit here and there. I think these deep leagues would really like him if he's not being held already. And I think really out there specky for me, particularly this week with Gallagher, I want to bring him up again because I've personally done it and I think it's an interesting option. I like it. I mean, he got picked up the week. He got picked up and then dropped and then you picked him up because um, I think, yeah, he scored a goal or whatever, looked really good. The thing is, he's looking good when he's coming on the pitch. He's playing in a lot of different positions, um, but he is... That's my worry, that he'll get played in that deeper midfield role. I Yeah, I think it's less... I don't think it's super likely... At the moment, like Jorginho's fit, Kovacic's fit, and Loftus Cheek, you've got three good options there for those two midfield spots. Um, and then you've got uh, Zakaria, too, who hasn't played any games, but who's also another defensive mid option. So I think Gallagher is more likely to play further up the pitch, and they're going to utilize his attacking abilities and passing abilities. So yeah, I like Gallagher, but you're also going to have to try and pick what games he's going to play. Yeah, that's why I went for this one because it's a midweek game. It's a yeah. really quick rotation around. And then you can bring start. in someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's, an, it's a nice pickup. Um, okay. What about yours? I'm going to race through these. Okay, first one. Castagna. Castagna. Okay, Castagna. Look, he, he had three clean sheets, but one of those uh, he was taken off before the goal was scored. So there's two clean sheets for Leicester. Um, they're looking a little, little more solid at the back. And he is a bit punty, I'll ad- admit. But the thing is, he does also have that benefit of potential attacking returns. So I think that mitigates the risk a little bit. I'm not saying this is like, this is a bit of a risk. And if, you know, if you're just trying to find an edge, maybe he's an edge just for at least a couple of weeks until Leicester's defense either shows itself. Well, especially with the next two fixtures, mate, Leeds and Wolves, who aren't scoring a lot of goals lately, there's potential for a clean sheet in one or two of those. Yeah, so I like him for that Um, and potentially some attacking returns too. So, yeah, pretty good there. Um, My other one is Gomez. We've already talked about him. Um, I think he's going to play for the next probably three game weeks. He's got three decent fixtures coming. That's pretty straightforward. Matip's injured. So, yeah, I think that's, that's the go there. My last one. It's, this is a, this is pretty specky. So I watched him in the game against Chelsea, um, Ingsy. He started. Now, obviously, like first like six, ten minutes, Chelsea were absolutely dominating Aston Villa. We got that goal. We were all over them. And then all of a sudden, you know, it changed. Mm. And for a good half hour of that first half and a little bit of the second half, we were getting peppered. Like, they looked really good. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, we're going to concede here. Because, like, Aston Villa were everywhere. And they were getting... They looked very good when they were getting their opportunities. Um, and they basically were kind of talking about the fact that, you know, they've changed the formation a bit. They've gonna, they played two up the front, um, Ings and Watkins. And that made them look a lot better. They've got to change something, man. They're not not doing too well. Well, the thing is, they as much as they didn't end up getting that goal, Ings was in with a bunch of chances. And look, he's not had a lot of game time. But if they stick with this, they actually, I don't think they have the worst run of fixtures either. It's pretty solid. It's Fulham, Brentford, Newcastle, United. So if there was ever a chance for them to kind of like... Okay, change it up and see how it goes. Now's the time. There's no qu- there's no like guarantees that the formation stays the same and it's definitely a risk, but in deeper leagues, I think it's worth taking. Yeah, I think if you've got the other strikers that aren't doing well or starting, you may as well try and swap out for someone who potentially will start. And he's a proven goal scorer, like, you oh, know, man, Ings that season is- he had at Southampton. Yeah, crazy. Oh, he's capable of some good stuff and maybe if he gets some minutes maybe 
we see yeah. some of that form. So I, I really thought that Aston Villa for times in that game looked very good. So that was scary to me. And I think potentially that was partly the way they that formation they played and dropping Coutinho and Buendia and uh, running things a bit differently in the midfield. But let's see how they go. They've got some good games. So Ingsy. Yeah, like it. And that's it. Wraps it up. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, I think uh, it was fun. That was a good one. That was good. Yeah, the pi- pina coladas kept things oh, happy. Oh, mate, they were delicious. They definitely like you know this is this is the drink we wish for the weather we were having, but we're not <laughs> yeah. having. It's just raining constantly in Sydney, so we're staying indoors, but we're drinking like we're outdoors in the yeah. sun. Yeah, reminiscing about the weekends. Speaking of which. Good luck on the weekend. And uh, yeah, don't forget to send us questions. We're waiting for them at FBL Draft Boys. Let's do it. Dot com. No, not dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. See ya. Draft Boys.